This is the BizWest Podcast, a rundown of the news and trends driving business in Northern Colorado and the Boulder Valley. I'm Dan Micah. Neil Best first walked into a booth almost half a century ago to host an oldies music show for KUNC, and from there he rose through the ranks to eventually become news director and the CEO of that station after it spun out of the University of Northern Colorado, and he led the station as it covered how the region would eventually transform into what it is today. I caught up with Neil in his last few days before he signs off from the station and into retirement to get his reflections on watching Northern Colorado become what it is today and what he he thinks the region's future looks like. Neil Best, welcome to the BizWest podcast. And from all of us here, congratulations on your retirement. Well, thank you. I, I guess it's kind of bittersweet. First time I've quit a job in 48 years, but uh, 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 looking forward to new opportunities at the same time. <laughs> um, so, Neil, you have been, um, you've kind of had this perch as, uh, as a reporter, as an editor, as someone who has been paying attention to the Northern Colorado region for almost 50 years. Um, you know, not, not a lot of people get the opportunity to, you know, have that, that view of, of any place. So I just want to get a sense of, um, you know, what, what your thoughts are, have been about just watching the growth and the, the change of this region. Um, but first, uh, you know, I'd like to, you know, just to reflect on your career a little bit as you're um, at, at the time that we are recording this, I believe you have about two weeks left in the job before um, your replacement comes on board. Um, you know, you're kind of facing the sunset and you're kind of getting on the, the, the proverbial horse um, to ride into it. What, what's going through your mind right now? Well, as I just said, it's the uh, first time I've quit a job in 48 years, so I'm not real <clears throat> confident in how you're supposed to approach this um but i have to say that it uh, i guess as i reflect upon it i i'm, I'm proud uh, of what the entire team here has accomplished uh first as a, a part of the university of northern colorado and then 20 years ago when we left the university and became a, a community station um part of the bittersweetness then is is simply What's happened to media? What's happening to journalism? Um, as we both know, 20% of all community newspapers in the state of Colorado have disappeared in the last decade. Uh, the fact that you and I are paid professionals were an anomaly anymore. Uh, so many of our colleagues <clears throat> no longer have jobs. Uh, I'm proud that we're here and I'm proud that we continue to grow uh, and try and help fill in some of those voids. Uh, but again, that, that's a part of the bittersweetness for me, is that uh, um, there are so many fewer reporters, uh, the editors. Uh, you have an editorial process at BizWest that people are asking questions, did we get this right? Let's double check that. Uh, and so much of what is out there in the world these days is social media, where you can put whatever you want up and somebody's going to believe you because I saw it on the web. I, I can't disagree with you there. And I'll, uh, I'll make sure to put links to subscribe to biz West and to donate to KUNC in the, the show notes. Um, if you, if you're not, if you're listening and haven't done so, um, I strongly recommend it for both of us, um, to, to dear listeners. Um, so over the past couple of decades, um, what have been, 
the things that have surprised you the most about how this region has changed, both good and bad. Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, you know, Neil, you know, when you came in and, you know, the Neil of, of several several years ago, and I'm, I'm trying not to make you feel bad about your age. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you know, when you came in and you first started reporting and, and, you know, keeping an eye on this, on this area, you know, what would that Neil have just thought, you know, there's absolutely no way I would have seen this coming? Well, let's go back further than my career. I grew up in northeastern Colorado, and the old Northern Colorado uh, Sports League was Sterling, Fort Morgan, Fort Collins, Greeley, Longmont, Loveland, and Boulder. Um, and they were all pretty much the same. I mean, you know, they, 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 they felt, uh, it felt like a cohesive grouping. Uh, back in the late 19, mid-1960s, I suppose. I'm not sure when it started to break down. Um, but there was one high school in each town. And um, nobody said, oh, why are we competing with Sterling? Or why are we competing with Boulder? Uh, we all felt like uh, kind of this, 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 this uh, region. Um, that's changed dramatically uh, over the years. Um the front range is so much so different than it was 20 even years ago even 10 years ago and i think that um we talk somewhat about the urban rural divide uh i think it's playing out in northeastern colorado um uh, and along the front range as well and a lot of that i think has to do with government and politics it's been about a decade ago now that I was part of a uh, something brand new. It was the Northern Colorado Leadership Class. And chambers in uh, Loveland, Greeley, and Fort Collins cooperated to create a leadership class. It wasn't just, you know, uh, the Greeley Chamber Leadership Class, the Fort Collins Leadership Class. It was a combined effort to bring these communities together. And one of the things that we learned was that there's more in common, talking specifically now about the, the, the Fort Collins, Love and Greeley Triangle, if you would, if you will, uh, than there are which keeps us apart. Uh, and there's an awful lot of going back and forth between these communities. Um, where it breaks down oftentimes, I think, is with the governmental units. Uh, your city council is elected to protect the interest of your city. Your county commissioners are elected to serve the interest of that county. Um, and they talk, they talk about how they work together. And uh, I know the city managers are talking to each other all the time. Uh, and the commissioners talk to each other. But when you get right down to it, they're going to promote their city. And if the city managers or the county managers, staffs don't promote their governmental units, there's going to be flack. Um, meanwhile, uh, gosh, you look here in, 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 in Will County where I live, uh, JBS is a Brazilian company. Uh, Vestas is a Danish company. Um, a state farm uh, has regional offices in multiple places. So there's a globalization that exists 
in so many ways and miniaturize the globalization to talk about just the Greeley Loveland uh, for Collins triad, if you will, throw in Longmont Boulder into that to a certain extent. All you have to do is get on 34 or I-25 and people are going every which direction. Um, you go back 20 years ago, there was not that much of that. Uh, the the, uh, the intermingling, if you will, uh, wasn't what it what it is today. Um, but the biggest challenge I still think is how do we get grand projects moving forward? We see the various economic councils try saying, you know, uh, hey, let's let's work together. And if this business locates at X, it still benefits Y. And if it's located at Y, it benefits X. Um, so, you know, the, to me, that's the really big thing. Traffic, we can all talk about traffic, number of houses, um, the loss of uh, agricultural land. Um, no, 20 years ago, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I was driving, would drive home from soccer tournaments late at night. And um, my wife and I would talk about all the lights we were seeing, you know, at the I-25 and 34. And my kids would like roll their eyes and gosh, there was more than a, what, 10% of the lights you see now when you get to I-25 and 34. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the the fact that it's coming together as a region in some ways, but in some ways we're still very distinct, which, which has its good and its bad points. And how do you view that coming going forward? Um, you know, kind of this very um, – I guess very uneasy relationship. It seems like um, in the in the fact that yes, you know, if you you know the jobs that are coming in, you know, for example, Vestas is in Windsor. You know, you can live in Windsor or Greeley, or you can go across I twenty five and live in Loveland or Berthet or Fort Collins and still benefit from the the economic activity in that that job. Um, how do you view this this alliance? developing not just from the fact that you know it is a bunch is a group of separate a lot of separate cities trying to compete and promote their best interests while promoting the region's interests as you know a secondary driver but also with just the 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 different cultural identities that a lot of these cities have for example you know Greeley is a is a much different place i think culturally than say fort collins is um and, you know, I think there's that 25 divide where, you know, it's a, you know, if you go across 25 from, you know, the, the Boulder side of Longmont to the, um, Wealth County side of Longmont, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's differences there. And, um, there's definitely differences in how those county commissioners and how those city council members go about their business and, and, you know, view the, the world and how, government should should react both the local and the state and the federal level yeah and and that and that that exists but i also think to an extent the media has helped perpetuate some of that over the years and and maybe i view it a bit differently because i do sit on the east side of i-25 uh and i've lived in greeley for gosh about 55 years now and further east before that um but i i I don't think we're all that different, but sometimes it gets played up that way. And uh, uh, whether the stereotype is uh, the Republic of Boulder, 
uh, uh, sort of an attitude um, or, you know, the uh, Fort Collins, the choice city or uh, a Greeley is an ag town. Um, we have more similarities, I think, but sometimes uh, it gets played up. Uh, and like you know, it's 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 one of the challenges the media sometimes has is uh, how you always trying to shorten, uh, sharpen the pencil, shorten the story, uh, bring it more into focus. And sometimes uh, we do that, and we don't get into the nuances of where we are. Not to say that there aren't real differences, uh, but it's a constantly evolving uh, system that that we have. Um, and it continues to evolve. Yes, you go back 20, 30, 40 years ago, we were very separate. You didn't see, you know, people didn't move about that much, but I, th- that has changed. And part of that is all the people that have moved here. You know, um, um, people, you know, we talk about influx of Californians. You have people from California that probably, you uh, their commute, an hour commute, it's a short commute for some people in California, maybe only 15 miles, but it's an hour commute nevertheless. And so the expectation of, oh, I should be able to get to work in six minutes uh, doesn't exist for a lot of the people that came in. So there's a lot more of that intermingling um, that's going, that is going to happen. Um, and, and this is maybe where sometimes social media can be helpful. We know what's happening in other communities. It's much easier to look and see, oh, um, I really want to see this movie. Where is it playing? Is it playing here, there, or wherever? And it's not that far to get to some place. Um, whereas, and, and just, you know, um, Let's look at uh, university sports. So many university sports are now seen on TV, so you can get a feel like, oh, I'd like to go see that team play there. Uh, whereas uh, 20 years ago, just like, you know, you, you didn't look that far beyond the horizon. From from an economic standpoint, um, you know, how where are kind of the most surprising things or, you know, the really um, big things that you've seen over the past couple of, of, of decades in this area. And in particular, I, I'm just kind of struck. Um, I mean, I moved here almost two years ago, and I'm just struck at just how diverse the economy is here between higher education, between agriculture, between oil and gas, between technology developments um, and, you know, hotels and, and restaurants and tourism. Um, you know, it, it just seems that there's a little bit of everything here. And, um, I'm curious if that has just really grown and really exploded over over time, um, and what you think that means for this region's economic viability over the next couple of decades. Well, I think Dan, all you have to do is look back over the last 20, 30 years and look at the economic upturns and downturns in the United States, and compare that graph with the graph of Northern Colorado. And ours is. Uh, uh, somewhat flatter you know our peaks aren't quite as high but certainly the valleys are not nearly as steep as they've been in other parts of the country and i think that does go back uh to the diversification that has uh uh that has occurred in northern Colorado. Uh, I mentioned earlier the globalization uh, of, of companies that are here. So they take a very different view sometimes than what <clears throat> our traditional um, uh, business interest would have taken uh, two, three, four uh, decades ago. Um, and it continues down that path. 
you know, we've had our ups and downs. Uh, you know, we um, see major changes with HP. Uh, the manufacturing world is changing. Uh, you know, whether you like it or not, manufacturing has largely deserted um, our shores. And until Americans are willing to pay a lot more for products, I don't see things like that coming back. Really used to have a, a large HP presence, but it was all manufacturing here. Um, that's totally gone. Um, the State Farm Office, talking about changes that we're seeing and what's happening. Um, the State Farm Office, regional office here has decided they're abandoning that real estate. And everybody's going to work from home now. Um, I'll be interested to sit back in five years and see if that's still working that way, how well that works out for them. Some companies uh, do that. I know in Boulder, Google has a much bigger presence now. What I've been told is they're still going to want their people to come into office a couple of days a week. Uh, if that's true, that's fascinating. You think if any company would be saying, oh, everybody stay at home and work, it would be Google. Um, but again, a major transformation that we don't know uh, what the uh, outcome is going to be as a result of the pandemic. But no, uh, our, our economy is diverse. And uh, um, certain things, uh, the, the high-tech things are, can't go away because our, our whole national economy is built so much on high-tech these days. That stays. People need to eat. Ag's not going to go away. Uh, uh, and education has always been valued in Colorado. So our higher education is going to continue. Um, it is a diverse, diverse, and getting more diverse all the time. What do you think is the are, are the biggest challenges for the, the region uh, moving forward? You've, you've touched in a little bit about this kind of convergence of, of, um, of, of cities and, and counties kind of working together and competing while, you know, benefiting even if you lose, you still win in a certain sense. But what else do you think is are the really pressing challenges that this area is going to be seeing in the next couple of years or decades? I think one of them is a national concern that plays out across our country, and that is people who, for whatever reason, the last few years have lost faith in government, do not trust government, um, and just, uh, yeah, just is totally, you know, uh, gosh, you know, when I was a cub reporter, uh, I could go down to the, to, to the state legislature and, um, I would have uh, uh, lunch with a state senator from Fort Collins and a state senator from Greeley, one Democrat, one a Republican, Dwayne Woodard and Jim Kadlicek. And we could go have lunch and nothing would be said. Uh, I'm not sure that they wouldn't be in trouble with their um, individual parties being seen spending so much time together these days. I mean, it's just... Um, um, the, the two parties are not willing to work well with each other, and I don't care who you want to put the blame on. I'm just going to say it's Peter and Paul. So, you know, it's, it's, however you want to look at it. But as a result, there's a segment of our population that just does not trust government anymore, period. Um, people that are saying the, the vaccination uh, for the uh, pandemic here of COVID-19 is a communist plot. Um, President Trump's the one that led the, the, the effort to get a vaccine quickly rolled out. 
Um, I think that's huge. And I think locally in the state of Colorado, which isn't necessarily to the northern Colorado region that you're talking about, Dan, where uh, uh, we've been focused on, but is this urban-rural divide. Um, they're just not the conversations that need to happen. Uh, I look at the wolf reintroduction as an example, overwhelmingly approved by people in the metropolitan area. Um, but I don't think anybody in the metropolitan area wants to see a pack of wolves dropped into City Park in Denver, uh, in, into uh, um, the Southridge Golf Course in Fort Collins, into Lincoln Park in Greeley. Um, but we all, you know, not we, but a majority of people in these urban areas said, oh, that's a good idea. And didn't think what the people in Rio Blanco or Garfield County thought about it. Um, and, you know, you can make arguments for the wolf reintroduction, um, but I don't think it, it was just a non-issue for the urban front range. And there are issues in our state um, that uh, are going to get bigger. And for the front range to be successful, for the northern front range to be successful, we need to have our energies focused on things other than not speaking to each other because of the urban-rural divide. What do you view as the, the biggest upside, the, the biggest opportunity that you think is going to be presenting itself? And, you know, we'll, we'll expand it out, not just to northern Colorado, but to the state in the next couple of years. Well, and I think this very much applies to the to the northern front range as, as, as well, is that there is uh, still a, a spirit of entrepreneurship that is very uh, widespread in Colorado. Uh, there's that kind of pioneer, pioneering spirit, if, if you will, uh, that exists here. And people come here because they see this as a place for opportunity. Um, we attract, we don't have a brain drain here. We, we attract people that want to try new things, uh, people that are interested in exploring opportunities, and they're going to be leaders. And I think to an extent, uh, those of us who remember when the Northern, Front, Northern Conference was Boulder, Loveland, Longmont, Fort Collins, Greeley, and Fort Morgan, and Sterling are past onto other things, they're going to say, so what? What can we do here? What can we do now? Uh, and make and make new things happen. Uh, and it's happening all the time. Um, you know, um, I, guess, you know, I can point to things in, in each of the communities we've talked about where they really are uh, striding forward and doing new and exciting things. And um, uh, that's not going to stop. That's going to continue. Um, you know, it's, uh, I sometimes talk about uh, if you go to Chicago, there's still a lot of really strong ethnic neighborhoods, you know, and uh, God help you go to a Croatian bar and say something nice about Serbia or vice versa. Uh, we have our challenges, certainly, in terms of equality here, but nothing like you see in other parts of the country. Uh, we're much more in it together. So, Neil, we've been talking a lot about, you know, your perch and just, you know, what you've done over the past couple of decades and, and just watching things. But now you're going to have some time to just, you know, be retired and into your own your own thing. What, what are you planning to do uh, once you 
once uh, I guess KUNC tosses you out the door. Uh, I know they won't do that, but <laughs> and changes the locks. Yeah, once I turn the key fob in. Um, like I say, I don't know how to be retired, Dan. If this were my company, uh, I would never retire. I might disappear for a couple months at a time and uh, show up, but I'd always have a desk and a place to come back to, but it's not mine. It's, it's the communities, and there comes that time. I hope to stay busy. Um, I plan to start studying Spanish um, next week uh, uh, to learn a second language. I don't think I have an ear for languages. It was my excuse for decades, uh, but I'm going to commit 30 minutes a day to trying to learn Spanish and maybe branch into French if that goes uh, goes well. I'm still on the Colorado Humanities Board of Directors. I just started a term on the seminars at Steamboat Board of Directors. Um, and for my local Rotary Club, I'm in charge of program the next three months. So I'm going to have some things to do, but eventually uh, what I don't want to do is be that guy sitting in his lazy boy all day every day because I hear those guys don't last very long. Um, and I have three great-grandchildren, two great sons, two wonderful daughter-in-laws, and my wife, and I want to spend time with them as well. Um, I guess I would say one thing, if, I, if there's one thing I regret in my career is how many times I put work first. And my family always understood that public radio and the community were kind of my second family, and they shared, and so I'm going to do less sharing and spend more time with them. Well, I think that's a good plan. Uh, Neil Best walked into Community Radio of Northern Colorado almost 50 years ago uh, and uh, has led it through uh, several changes into what it is now, KUNC. Uh, and he is due to step down and retire on the 9th, I believe, of April. Um, second. The 2nd of April. Um Coming fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Neil, it's been great talking to you. Um, and I wish you all the best, best luck and all the best health in, in your retirement. I hope you enjoy it. Well, Dan, thank you for the opportunity to visit. And again, my thanks to all the community that makes Northern Colorado such a special place to live. That'll do it for this week's episode. This podcast was produced by me, Dan Micah, with assistance from Lucas High. If you have comments or questions, we'd love to hear it. You can email us at news at bizwest.com, and you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. If you need to catch up on all the news in Northern Colorado and the Boulder Valley business scene, please consider subscribing to us at www.bizwest.com. We can't do what we do without your support. Our intro and outro music is The Old RV by Craig MacArthur. And from everyone here at BizWest Media, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.